Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Milk and Screams with two idiots. I'm one of them, and this is Kyle. Who said we were idiots? I did, and I am the all-authority figure in this space, so just roll with it. I don't roll, Kyle. Walk with it. I'm Kyle, idiot number one, and you are? I forgot my name. That's Jacob, idiot number two. <laughs> Um, we did. We we got to double digits. This is the tenth episode. I thought this was the hundredth episode. No, that would be triple digits. So we just hit double. Actually, we have a long way to go before a hundred. We'd have we'd have, would have have to be doing this for like two years to hit a hundred with the once a week system that we got going on. Maybe we should just start releasing daily so we can just hit a hundred faster <laughs> and just crank out some garbage content just to say that we got to a hundred episodes. Or we can just keep doing what we're doing. Okay. I Let's guess just skip a few numbers. People won't notice. <laughs> this is episode 33. <laughs> uh, come back next week for episode 837. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, we got something to talk about that uh, Jacob and I disagree pretty tartly on. We'll leave it at that because you've seen the title of this. We disagree pretty tartly on it. But before we get into that, we got to talk about kind of what's been going on this week so we're recording this on friday january 29th which is the end of the week of all of the gamestop amc stock mayhem the stock bonanza it's been quite an interesting ride to stock. say the least um one that i am a part of yeah there's a couple reasons why i have not been a part of this Number one of them, and the most important being, I am broke. I don't have any money to invest. I hope to soon. I hope I'll get some money when tax season comes in and maybe I can start investing then. But another reason was because I just really didn't understand it, which is kind of cool because a lot of, since it's become way more mainstream and way more, you know, a part of like the internet culture uh, to be a part of stock, the stock market. I now know a little bit more about it, which is giving me a little more confidence. Right. And I got in I got in about a year ago, kind of once all the COVID stuff happened, because you know there were these companies making vaccines and their stock was going up and that's how a couple of people I knew were kind of just making a little extra money. I never made any extra money with any of that stuff, but that's when I kind of started getting into stocks just in general. And then this past week, this past week happened, and I was not. Can we can we explain to people who may, who may not be in the so, know at all? So basically, what's going on right now is there's this Reddit thread called Wall Street Bets, and a lot of them got together because they knew that there was this hedge fund that was banking on GameStop stock to be dropping, because what a lot of higher up richer people will do is this thing called short selling or basically like if you're anything like us like a normal person in the stocks you put money in a stock you want that stock to go up because that means you're making money off that stock mm -hmm. these people are the opposite so they buy a stock and then immediately sell it to somebody for that same price right hoping that the stock will go down so that when they have to buy it back then they've made money so that this 10 7 
$10, example has been floating around. So say I bought and sold a stock immediately for $10. That was the price I bought and sold it at. That stock dropped to $7. And then so that person sold it back to me. I've now made $3. Yeah. Or I had to buy it back from that person rather. Yeah. I've made $3. Whereas if the stock went up, I'm losing money. So these hedge funds are people that are hoping GameStop GameStop stock. It's so hard to say because stop. Game the GameStop stock, stock. The GameStop stock. They wanted GameStop to drop. Stock. So this Reddit thread was they like. the GameStop stop to drop. This game, this Reddit thread said, you know what? That was super sick, by the way. You flew right over it, but I was super sick. Because it was super unsick. I just wanted to completely ignore it. That was not unsick. That was totally sick. You're, you're smiling because you know it was sick. So don't even go there. I'm just surprised that we're still talking about it. I'm surprised that you're not like running around right now <laughs> like how hey, crazy how come when i say that people are totally running around screaming <laughs> um, so these people on reddit they were they thought you know what screw those people that just make money off of companies starting to fail we're all gonna just throw our money at gamestop and just try and make the stock just increase insane amount so this stock started at like four dollars at the beginning of this week Probably less than that. It was it was something around four dollars. Kind of most most stocks of these kind of established brands kind of hover around that range. Mm. Um, once so once they start kind of deteriorating after some amount of time, so these people threw their money at it, and then it kind of jumped from four dollars to twenty dollars. And you know that that's kind of, that's a big jump. You know that's a whatever the heck that is four hundred percent five hundred percent increase something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And so everyone was like, okay, that was pretty good. Now let's do more. So then more people got on this train and started throwing their money at it. This is where meme culture kind of came and just meme, poured gasoline on it. Meme culture came in and said, guys, GameStop, GameStop of all companies <laughs> is starting to go up in stock. Buy now. And I'm sure a lot of people were like, haha, $20 for the memes. I'm going to post this picture. It's going to be funny because I put money at a dead company. But so many people, and especially these people on Reddit, again, because this Reddit thread is a lot of people that know the stock market and know what they're talking about. Yeah. So like, you can go on there and read about uh, like about a lot of these people that are going, I "Just bought two thousand shares. Let's ride this to the moon." Diamond hands, you know all the crap that they're saying on the Reddit thread, and specifically for GameStop. 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 Stop. GameStop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, dude. Stop. Specifically for GameStop stock, it shot up. The GameStop stock, <laughs> dude, it's impossible. The I GameStop stock shot up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop trying. The GameStop stock. And shot now, up. right as as of this recording, let me actually just look right now. This is Friday at approximately 3 p.m. It's sitting at 284 dollars. Now, uh, yesterday or it's maybe like two days ago. It had a spike of like 420. 420. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's gone to the 400s and then it goes back down. And then in the after hours, it kind of jumps back into the 300 range or whatever. So the GameStop stuff has just been insane. And like a lot of people bought a lot of shares when it was $4. So then when it hit 400 something, if they sold, then they just made 100 times the amount of money that they put in. Yep. Which is insane because – Say you bought 10 shares of it when it was $4, right? Mm -hmm. And then it jumped. Let's just say for the sake of easy math, it jumped to $404, right? 
So then you would have made $400 for one share. But you bought 10 shares. So you put $40 in because you bought 10 shares. And if you sold it $404, you made $4,000. That's easy money. That's if you if you would that's if you had bought 10 shares when it was $4 and you sold when it kind of hit the 400-ish range. Yeah. And some of these people because it was $4 and people that, you know, have jobs and have a couple thousand dollars that they're like, okay, I'm going to risk it. All right. Some of these people bought 2000 shares when it was $4 mm-hmm. and some of these people sold it when it hit that 420 because they're, they're not wanting people to sell right now because they want to really stick it to these hedge funds and all that. But a lot of people have because they, they want that money and yeah. need that money. I mean, understandably so. Yeah. A hundred percent. So like, like to put it in perspective, right? I, I make, Roughly thirteen dollars an hour, like thirteen fifty. For me to make four thousand dollars, like I have, it's like almost two months' salary, with salary, whatever. My two months of my wages, forty hours a week when you don't count taxes. That's two months. They made that in a day. Yeah. So, so like I don't like like people who are like there are some people who are like criticizing people who sold because of the greediness or whatever. Right, I because would totally like, do we it. want to stick it to the man, but say they I'm, still are right. And a lot of them still are. Yes. But say I'm a person, say, say I'm in my late twenties, early thirties, whatever. I have a job and I kind of have an established income and I see this happening at $4. So I say, you know what? I'm going to take the risk. And I bought a thousand shares at $4. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I sold when it was $404. Then I bought a thousand shares. If I sold there, I just made $400,000 in two days. That's so nuts. So honestly, for me at that point, even if it jumps higher, I can look at it and be like, oh man, I sold early, it jumped higher. But also I did just get $400,000, which whatever my job is, even if if mechanical engineering, let's say I was making 80K (laughs) a year, that's five years (laughs) worth of money in two days from GameStop. From GameStop. And that's that, that's the big kicker because it's a hedge fund that is trying to make money off a dying company and said everybody was like, you know what? Easy. We got this. Yeah. And I, I think this is this is uh, a testimony because a lot of people don't understand the implications of like Robinhood, which is the trading company that a lot of people are using right now, which is myself included. Uh, the reason why people were so upset that they said, hey, you can't, you know, buy these stocks anymore at least for a day they i think now they're full you're fully available to buy not fully but today you can buy shares of it because typically what happens is you can buy portions of shares Mm -hmm. of stock but today with these ones like nokia blackberry amc you can only buy the full share gotcha so right now if you wanted to buy some stock in a GameStop, what at 260 bucks or whatever i just said you can't buy like a quarter of that you 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 couldn't be like i'm gonna put 50 dollars at GameStop. So when it jumps up 300%, I'll just make $200. You have to buy the full share. So a lot of people were upset because it's very obviously them trying to cater to the hedge funds that probably, you know, in some way, shape, or form fund that company. But the whole, the funny thing is, the irony is, the whole point of Robinhood, their whole mission statement or whatever is, let the people share. Democratize yeah. the stock market. And and that's their whole thing. So it turns out, you know, that's a whole big sham. A lot of people dropped Robinhood and just said no more. A lot of big YouTubers use them for sponsorships. You see their, like, ads all over TikTok mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
a lot of people are dropping them and like people convinced redditors to give them like a one-star review it was like over a hundred thousand one-star reviews on like uh yeah. you know the podcast and the podcast the mm-hmm. uh, app stores uh, mm-hmm. um it's pretty crazy i i mean i plan on dropping them but you just we just kind of it, it's hard to because i was telling kyle this from what i understand what very little i understand about the, the stock market even like five or six years ago if you wanted to invest in the stock market you had to give this person your stockbroker like all your banking information you had to trust them to you know with your money and you had to like consult them whenever you wanted to invest in a stock and you would be on the phone with them if it was the 90s if it was the early 2000s you might be able to email them or text them but there was no like like now it's so simple and it's it's because of the internet it's so easy to just like you know, invest and make this so much more, for lack of a better word, volatile. Like it's so crazy mm-hmm. and, and unpredictable. Um, and when you have, you know, a couple hundred thousand people pouring money into these stocks, it is impossible to predict what happens next, which is probably why Robinhood and the hedge fund people got like super scared. Yeah. They were like, we're about to lose everything. And the memes are just so funny. Oh They're my so gosh. good. Like, like the, you know, basically like almost a year later, Animal Crossing, you know, the Animal Crossing memes are so funny because if you don't know, uh, there's a version of the stock market in Animal Crossing where um, basically you buy turnips. Uh, once a week, you buy turnips uh, from this person, and she'll give it to you from like a range of 90 to 100 bells. You can you can buy a bundle of 10 turnips. So some people have a plethora of money on Animal Crossing, whatever that version of the money is. So they buy like you know 10,000 bags of turnips. And then throughout the week, you can sell them at like the shop for varying prices. And people will use like websites and algorithms to predict what price they'll be. So sometimes they'll be like 80 bells a piece, which means you've lost a ton of money. And sometimes there'll be 600 bells for each. Uh, which if you don't bag. play the game, that's very good. Yeah, exactly. It's very good. Some people make like millions and millions of bells. So once people <laughs> and pe- the memes are all, of course, like. Once you've learned the stock market, then you go to the stock market and do the exact same thing. Um, One of my favorite ones I've seen, uh, you know the meme where it's that's the little dog kind of sad and then the big buff dog. It's uh, people in the 1920s. Wow, the stock market crashed. I will kill myself and my wife. (laughs) And then people in 2020s, I will crash the stock market on purpose for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, why are we talking about this? The reason I think we, because sh- we kind of argued a little bit, like whether we should talk about this and like event, like today we're like, yeah, we're gonna talk about it, because now you're directly a part of it, and I definitely want to be a part of it. I am directly um, a part of it because I've been I've been watching the GameStop one specifically today, and it's been it's been dropping, which kind of everyone has been expecting to happen at the end of the week, because they're doing some shenanigans at the higher up to try and make this stock drop to try and scare more people to selling, so that way it continues to drop and they can start trying to make money back. That's why you see all the memes of hold the line and, you know, diamond hands because don't drop, don't sell, don't bail out, whatever, stick it to the man. So I bought it. I bought in just a little bit ago when it hit that kind of 260 mark because I kind of assumed that this is about the lowest it's going to go. And towards the end of the day, it'll probably pick up beginning of next week. It'll probably pick up. And in the after hours over the weekend when a stock market is quote unquote closed, it'll probably rise a lot in the after hours. So if nothing, I'll make a little on that. I did some stuff with Nokia and AMC just to see what happens. Yeah, I'm just here. I'm here for a good time. It, it's, it's now become an every man's game, and 
if you, I don't, we were all kind of young to remember this, but in 2008, when like the Occupy Wall Street, mm-hmm. uh, you know, movement happened, when people were like walking into the whatever the the, the, the exchange, the what is it called, the big building? It's called the Stock Exchange. Or yeah, what? the Stock Exchange. Um, they literally there's pictures of like billionaires like holding martinis and just literally laughing at them, and this is our like little the little guy's chance to like, you know, be the quote-unquote Robin Hood, ironically, uh, to, you know, steal from people who have who have ruined the economy several times with their little games, with their with their casinos. Because essentially what this is, is, is a casino. That's basically what the stock market is. Yeah. It's a casino. So uh, it's super interesting, and it's, and it's exciting now that everyone can play a part in it. And it's... It's crazy because, I mean, I would talk about people that maybe bought a thousand shares and made hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? But even like my little brother, for instance, he he, he texted us and he said, yeah, I got on it early. TikTok prepared me because he had heard it on TikTok somewhere. Yeah. So he bought, I think he said three shares when it was $20. And then he sold when it hit like the high 300s or like that early 400 mark. Yeah. So he had three shares and he just made a thousand bucks. That's super sweet. Or close to it. Good literally, for you, Aaron. literally just putting in sixty dollars because he just kinda had it and he got in early. So I mean, even if like even if you weren't one of the people that bought a ton of shares, if you got in early enough and just bought some, then you made a decent amount of money. At least for people our age. Like getting a thousand bucks in a day <laughs> is pretty good. A thousand bucks is insane. It's a game changer. Also, uh, does it boggle your mind that in two thousand eight we were just ten ten year olds walking around having no idea that the world was crumbling around us? Yeah, I often think about how, like, even like where we were at that time, like we were both in at, at life point when they were about to undergo, like, well, they had already undergone like this huge construction to the right, church. Right. Yeah, that's about when that was happening. And then the stock market just decided to crash. Yeah. And this huge housing cra- housing crisis happened. Like my dad, I remember it was around that time when he sold his motorcycle because we just needed to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I I don't remember having any inclination that things were going wrong because yeah. I was ten years old. I like. An adult wasn't going to sit down and have a conversation with me about the stock market and how it crumbled and how we have to refinance the mortgage on our house or whatever. I didn't know. I was just playing outside. Dude, we we were like – like we didn't walk in food lines or anything like that. Like it wasn't nearly that bad for us, I guess, in Florida. But probably in bigger cities, yeah, it probably got really bad. We had to like go to food banks and stuff like that. Um, But it got pretty nasty. Um, That was – 12 years ago and it could probably happen again actually it kind of did happen last year too we had a mini recession because yeah. of the virus uh so th- that stuff really interests me and i know you too so i, I wanted to just bring it up and just kind of you know throw in a little two cents I think yeah it's, it's been it's been very interesting to watch i think i think the interesting part will most likely die by the end of next week the most interesting part is going to be the end of today in a couple hours when the market closes mm-hmm. and beginning of next week when it reopens. That's kind of going to be the most interesting part of all this, I'm assuming. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But so enough about politics. It, it, that's the, almost <laughs> nothing, to do politics. nothing about economics. Um, we are going to talk about animals to the end of the podcast. Um, I have a feeling we might uh, dwell dwell into some rabbit holes no pun intended uh uh-huh. to 
um, because we, we this is a very nebulous topic that we've kind of talked about a couple of times, but we might we might you know keep going. It is a different different territory. I don't know. I I want to kind of go there. I don't know. We'll, f- well we'll figure it out. We'll start with the fact that you have recently had a change of heart. Yes. In the in the in the scope of favoritism. Okay. Let me let me start this off with a little bit of a dive into my brain as a child. Oh, okay. Everyone has a favorite animal when they're a kid. Everyone. I never could pick one. I I never like had a singular like favorite animal that everyone was like my favorite animal is a giraffe. And I was like I don't know what mine is. For a while I just said polar bear cuz that was one that many people weren't saying and I wanted it to be different. Of course. Um and polar polar bears are very cool. I ended up doing like research on polar bears when I was a kid. Um and you know, they're cool animals and they live in a really cool place. Um so like that is still kind of true. Like it's kind of like been my favorite animal for a while. Red pandas kind of held that spot cuz they're super cute. Polar bears are one of those animals that are cute and at the same time terrifying oh yeah they're horrifying just as, as you inch closer and closer to a polar bear it's it becomes more and more Dude, terrifying they're like they're like 11 feet tall when they <laughs> stay on their hind legs like it's like how do you get that big it's like, insane and why are you on the bottom of the world <laughs> like like what why are you down there come up here it's like warmer do polar bears also occupy the north pole um i think they're only south pole i think very few things live in the north pole if i'm right. not if i'm not mistaken I don't, I don't know for sure neither do um, i it's been probably a decade and a half since I've done like research on polar bears. So. I was gonna say you did all this research and you can't answer <laughs> me questions that I have. I'm sorry. Red pandas, adorable, super super cute animals. Like Very I cute. like I remember reading little books about them in, in elementary school, and like looking at them and just gawking about how cute they were. I don't actually um, think I knew what a red panda was until I watched Kung Fu Panda. Oh really? Ma- Master Shifu's a red panda. Yeah. And I didn't really know that there were different kinds of pandas. I just knew panda. Pandas are cool. But my new favorite animal has come very recently, probably like a week and a half ago. I just had this realization out of nowhere. Like, this is my absolute favorite animal. It's got this perfect um, blend of like cuteness and memeness and like super funny animal. And it's got like super, it's got like a little cult following on the internet with like cute videos and like funny videos of these animals interacting with like humans and. They also have like this dog quality that I really like. It's seals. I love seals. They're so adorable. Um, I I can't I can't get enough of watching just like little seal videos on the internet where they like just hop around on their belly and like scoot along. <laughs> like there's just there's just a YouTube channel I follow now where I think it's just called Cute Seals, but it's like this aquarium in Japan and they have like several little se- little seals. And I think one of them is named is like. Hirio, I think I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm probably butchering that a lot, but they do this thing with him where like they can like put a finger on his nose and he'll just squish like he'll like <laughs> recline his head into his body like a little turtle and it'll just become like a blob. Like, how do their bones work? I was like, gonna say, do they have what what is it what is it that's inside of their quote unquote neck? Because there's not <laughs> they really don't, they don't have a neck. There's no differentiation between like you know torso, neck to face. It's all just kind of a a uniform like pear shape, and it's perfect. Like they're just perfect. I want to hug one. Like and they can also have like like there's different breeds that can have like a a, a vicious side of them. Like they eat penguins. 
Um, and then of course, like there's the big old like elephant seals that had the tusk that like just lay on the beach and they just fart all day. Those are the best ones. Those are the cool ones. I, I, I really like the little like leopard seals that like you know often are in like aquariums like the Gulfarium and or they they have sea lions at the Gulfarium. I was just about to ask, what's the difference between a seal and a sea lion? What I, is it that makes them different? I remember going to the Gulfarium and, uh, and getting this question answered for me. So basically, sea lions have a little more they, like they just been like through evolution they just kind of have more ability to walk on their fins and okay. they're much bigger normally um seals don't normally walk they kind of just hop on their they bellies do, they do the cute little scooting boot scooting boot um i think their diets are different too um and like just the way that they sit normally is just very different okay. sea lions like they can like arch their back a little bit and like and sea lions are normally the ones that go like that's uh-huh. a sea lion. Seals are like they just lay on their stomach. Do they make a noise? Um, they kind of like roar. They go. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, that's literally. Or they go. Or they like like they like you know how animals do like the thing that they go like <laughs> like like. like <laughs> it's not. I'm just telling you the truth. That's what they do. They go like. <laughs> like, like okay. You guys think I'm stupid, but this I'm I'm geeking out right now. This is my favorite animal. <laughs> I just wish you guys could have seen his face when he made those noises. <laughs> his eyebrows were like up to his hairline, trying to make the facial expression. Okay, after the podcast, I'm gonna show you videos of seals screaming, and you'll understand. Off topic. Hey, have you ever heard a deer scream? Uh yes yes I've it's seen those videos horrifying <laughs> those they are just hilarious like, they just like get their head like all the way back like around their like they basically break their neck and they just scream at the top of their lungs <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> anyways do yourself a favor this week watch some videos of seals doing cute shit it is the best like it, it, if you're sad if you're like in the deepest pits of depression I guarantee you a seal is waiting for you. Oh, I, I, th- and I think Jake is one hundred percent right about this. Like, like uh, they're any, so cute. Any videos of these seals doing their little <laughs> scoop movement? I'm literally bouncing in my seat, replicating the scooting. Any, any one of it's those, so funny, or any of the close up, because like when it's a good quality camera and the close up of them, because they have really big, really pretty eyes yes. too. So like a good close up of a seal, they're real cute and. I agree with Jacob. It'll it'll get you out of a little slump. I know people love dog it'll videos, make but you smile. you've seen a lot of dog videos, and some of them are kind of predictable to you. Watch a seal video. The, these are underwater dogs. Like, <laughs> like they're just like underwater little dogs, and they just go oh, like like. like <laughs> <laughs> they, they do that. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for any headphone listeners. Like, I probably just like ruined your headphones. <laughs> we may have to do like some. Audio magic. Absolutely not. I'm not going through this for all these 19 screams you've done. <laughs> That's too much work. Um, so, seals. Kyle, I think I may have asked you already, but I forgot. What's your favorite animal? Here's the thing. My favorite animal has pretty much always been a tiger. I don't know when I picked that. I think I was very young because I have this... I have this white tiger stuffed animal that's maybe a foot long. It's a it's a tiny stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. It's back home somewhere. I don't know where it is now, but it it just kind of sat on my bed legitimately 
into my high school years. I didn't pay really any attention to it at that point, but I never moved it. It was just kind of always on my bed. But I don't know when I picked Tiger. I don't even remember when I got that thing. I probably got it when I was an infant or a toddler, yeah. and it just kind of was always there. I do love tigers, but for many years now, there has been this animal that's that's really wanted to overtake the spot, hmm. and it hasn't because I just haven't I haven't watched any cute videos of them. I don't think they exist because this animal is an octopus. Octopus. I think they are so interesting. They are. A. Both of us sh chose sea animals. Well, now, sea animals are cooler. They are. I mean, well, they can be cooler. I think reptiles are underappreciated. Like, I think people who like geckos are really cool. Like, different people. Like, I, I, I have a, I have a thing with like reptiles. But yeah, he chose octopus. Octopus is a very much sea animal. Well, they have two very, very cool features to me. A, and I forget, I, I forget what they're called. Um. I think they're called chemoreceptors, but that doesn't sound right. Mm. It's something to do with the fact that they can camouflage themselves based off the cells that are on their skin and the way that they receive light. They can camouflage themselves to the exact color tone of whatever is around them. So it's legitimately impossible to see them until they move. It's, it's the exact so tone. Cool. That's cool. And then cool thing B is they have this beak inside of them. I don't think they call it a gizzard in an octopus, but they have this beak and on in the center of their bodies where they it, they use it to kind of crush uh hard food stuff like that but also an octopus can shrink itself to the diameter of that beak so say this beak is three inches in diameter or something you know pr or maybe two inches in diameter pretty small but you know octopus head can get really you know big and kind Oblong. of wide and it's got, you know, these long eight legs, it can squeeze its entire body to that two inches in diameter. So if it, there was like a, the zoology professor I had at Northwest, she has this story because she was a, she was a big octopus lover. She has a story about when she worked in some aquarium and they were working with an octopus and they came back the next day and the octopus was gone. And they had no idea where this thing could have gone because it's literally just a big pool of water with no holes, mm. except for this fairly small PVC pipe that ran into the water, I think for the sake of um, just keeping it regulated with whatever nutrients or that needed to be in the water. Right. And the PVC pipe ran a good, I forget which I forget what she said. It was probably like a good hundred yards or so to some other reserve that they had to pump stuff in there. And this octopus had shrunk itself down to the diameter of this PVC pipe and had shoved its way through halfway of this a hundred yards or whatever. And it, sho it had shoved slash swam itself halfway through this huge length of PVC pipe while it was this two inches in diameter because just because it could fit itself. And it was it decided I want out of this big pool. I want to be in PVC pipe now. And I think that's so cool. Out? I don't know what they did. They probably just kind of cut the PVC pipe where the octopus wasn't and just kind of got it out and probably replaced the PVC pipe or something like that. That's insane. But it's just such a cool feature to have, to have the, something inside of you, and that is just your limit of shrinkage at, like, like two inches in diameter. Like, yeah. That's just so interesting to me. Octopuses are really cool. I think they're very cool. Um, can they also be outside? Like, I know in Finding Dory, like, Hank the octopus – 
or the septopus rather right. uh he can like be outside of water and like walk around i don't know how movie accurate that is like is that like real life accurate can they just be outside of water like walk around and stuff i don't think for very long i think most sea creatures can be outside of water and live for a good time obviously fish are kind of almost dead on arrival mm-hmm. once they come out of water not dead on arrival, but they they can't survive there for long. I think an octopus can survive longer than a fish can out of water, but I don't think it's very long. And octopuses are, like, so alien-looking, too. Like, they they do look like they're not from this planet. Like, there's nothing that looks like them. At all. Nothing. At all. I mean, besides squids, but... Right, but they're probably in the same family Yeah, they're, the, they're the same family. Like, like and, you know, that's so weird-looking. I, I have hope. That one day, any animal that we know of now is going to be trumped as our favorite animal by just some crazy cool things they find towards the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Or, like, as we get deeper, they're going to just find some crazy crap that lives. Because you have to think that there is there are just so many species of animals down towards the deepest depths of the ocean that can survive the pressure down there, which means their skeleton is probably super cool looking Yeah, and can see with how dark it is down there, which means their brains are probably really cool and their eyes probably have some weird features to them. Yeah. There's gotta be some stuff down there that is just absolutely insane looking that I want to be my favorite animal. I just don't know what it is. It's almost like terrifying how deep the ocean is. It's because what Mariana's trench is the deepest part of the ocean. How far down is that? It's like, it's like it's bigger than Everest. I know that. Yeah, so, and Everest is twenty nine thousand ish feet, mm-hmm. so something deeper than twenty nine thousand feet. Yeah, that's crazy. Like if you tipped Everest over into Mariana's Trench, it doesn't reach the bottom. So yeah, I, I guess so. The deepest part is then like school s- six miles down ish. If it if we're assuming a little over like, like somewhere in the thirty thousands, because I think a mile is. Do you want to take a bet? Sure, I think a mile is fifty two eighty feet. So if we're saying this is bigger than Everest, if you flipped it over, then it's probably somewhere in the mid 30,000 feet, if not more than that. So I'm just going to call it a cool 40,000. So how many miles deep is this part of the ocean? Seven miles. So around seven miles. So that's about 35,000. 35, yeah. Okay. 35, yeah. Feet. Um, and we have not. We've certainly not been there. No, we have not even been close to. Um, I just want to. I don't want to know, because there is something down there that is well, just like, the coolest looking thing on the planet. Like and volcanoes we, and, are down there, and they and haven't been appreciated yet. Yeah, I want to appreciate them. I want to appreciate you, deep sea creatures. <laughs> deep sea creatures. If you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> we appreciate you, and give an octopus a high five for us. Make yourself known. This is your opportunity to come forth. I wonder, like, if there's anything big down there. You know, because oh, most because be. most everything is like big. It's like up towards the surface, and like you know between like 7,000 feet and the surface of the ocean. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I wonder what's like all the way down there. That's like big. Cause there's obviously small things down there. Oh, like, for sure. You know, little fish and you know. I bet there's some huge things down there. <sighs> I bet. That's crazy. What, what if let's, let's entertain this idea for a while. Mm-hmm. What if at the deepest depths or depths that we haven't been to, there exists a creature that is in fact larger than the blue whale. Well, as far, if my limited knowledge of the ocean like serves me, the deepest parts of the ocean, like at thirty five thousand feet, 
they don't span miles. No, you know? for sure. But so, they're even depths of just the just regular right. oceans. Yeah. At a certain depth, we can't go past that because of the pressure. But there is so much more below mm-hmm. to get to the floor, and that part alone also expands for a very long, a very long way. I I don't think there's anything bigger than a blue whale down there. I have to believe that if it was big enough, it has to eat something. And if if there are things that are down there that are bigger than a blue whale that eat, let's just say, krill, like the same diet as blue whale, like something really small, I don't think there are many things down there that can live to support a being of that size. Maybe, maybe there is, at those deepest depths, there is only one creature <laughs> that is larger in size than the blue whale. Just one. And it is king. It is Lord of all sea creatures, and <laughs> the other I will be Ocean Master. <laughs> the other sea creatures bring it offerings, and or themselves in sacrifice to appease the Lord of the ocean. It's just, and they have a hierarchy down there, sort of like in How to Train Your Dragon. Just mm-hmm. that one big old boy that gets fed by all the other dragons, something of that nature, but in sea form. Um. That would be dope. That would be dope. Like just one big old kingfish. Honestly, honestly, I'm I'm trying to imagine what that would look like. Well, it would look black. You can't see anything down there. That's the part that trips me out. Is like there's things out there that they can see down there. Right. But there's no light. None. It looks like space. There's no light unless you bring a life down there. So if there's something down there that's bigger than a blue whale, which is like 300 feet in length, if I'm not mistaken. Well. We are under the assumption, because we've never been down there, mm-hmm. and we don't understand what's down there, there is – I'm going to say that there is a possibility that there is a light source that can exist in these depths that we have – we just have no ability to get to or image because of how far away we are vertically. Okay, so what do you think it could be besides literal – like, okay, volcanoes – because we've been to the ocean floor thousands of feet down with, like, a submarine. Like, that's an unmanned submarine. Right. Like, we haven't been, obviously, 35,000 feet yet, but we've been, like, I don't know, 10,000 feet. I don't think we've been that deep. Really? I uh, know. I with think... A, not us. I'm not humans. I'm saying, like... I know. Like, I don't think anything has been that deep. I don't know what the depth is that the pressure is too much to withstand for all these, you know, submarines and any metallic material, but I don't think we've even gotten to 10,000 feet. Wow. As far as I'm aware. But even if we have. But I don't understand how a light source can, you know, like light is, like there has to be like a, a something emanating that light. What could, that, besides a, you know, a life form that like, you know, has a chemical reaction in its skin to emanate light, what could be down there that we can't see? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There are, there are possibly materials down there that we've never we've never seen or experienced or discovered mm-hmm. in the ocean that we can see or on dry land. Like you, you could have elements down there that aren't part of the periodic table that do these things that we have no idea, or just you could have organisms that produce light within themselves. Like things like, uh, what the heck are they? Angler fish yeah. that kind of have a little light just on them. I think something like that could exist off of a moving organism that just kind of, you know, rests on a, I'll call it a coral reef for lack of a better term. Right. But like, um, imagine if there was just something coral reef esque that had this element that I don't know what it is. It doesn't exist, but maybe that it produces light itself. And then, so it's just kind of like this central light source 
that this big old community of water species built itself around that we just can't get to or see. So like the sun's above us uh-huh. and then the atmosphere and then the ocean. And then like 2000 feet down is just blue water. And then for another 20,000 feet, it's black. And then on the very bottom of the ocean floor, which is not the very bottom of like 80% of the ocean floor, but like just in the specific spot, there's a, a core reef for lack of a better word. We're just using our imagination here that reacts chemically with probably like some magma or like some, some junk or some piles of poop or something. Of course. And probably some plastic, honestly, that we've thrown in the ocean. It's just sunk all the way down to the bottom and can create a life force so that a kingfish that's bigger than a blue whale can live down there and commune. Did we just invent Atlantis? This is the world <laughs> I choose to believe exists. <laughs> um, that's a really entertaining thought. Ocean, the ocean's like space. I feel like we have explored more of space than we have of the ocean. Probably. It's probably a little bit easier to see in space, so you're taking pictures and stuff. Space boggles my mind, too, but we're not going to get into space. Space boggles my mind. It's going to be a different podcast. We're in space. Does it, is, that, <laughs> is that a weird thing that ever no, occurs not. in your brain? Don't, 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 don't say that. No, we're not. <laughs> is that a weird thing that ever happens in your brain? Yes. Because I think about it sometimes. I'm like, okay, zoom out of Earth. Earth is a part of big space. We're in space. Yeah. That alone boggles my mind. Like a meteor can come and just like any time. Literally any time at once. And they just have kind of been nice to us so far. Just not the dinosaurs. Like chance has been on our side for like billions of years. For why? For why? (laughs) Why has it been so nice to us? So that we could revive dead companies in the stock market (laughs) and stick it to the man. The meteors knew this day would come. Right. This is the sign of end times. We're approaching, Jacob. We better get right, get right, or get left, get left. <laughs> we we need to get to the bottom of the ocean before the Earth explodes. Well, when is the Earth going to explode? I don't know, but we need to do it before the Earth. Time is of the essence. We as in humanity or we as in you and I? Um, Either or. I'm cool with either or. If someone else does it, cool. That saves us a lot of time to do other things. But if we have to do it, I'm cool with it. I want to do it. I want to go meet uh, King Lordfish. What's his name? I don't know. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to. I'm gonna go, King Lordfish Terry. King Lordfish Terry, we sacrifice to you. We bring you a great white shark. <laughs> We're just gonna be tugging along a great white shark on a leash. <laughs> we give you our our great white shark as a present. Please do not eat us. Do you think the megalodon is a real thing? Probably. Sharks don't stop growing. They just kind of like get killed. They just kind of die. Yeah. So same with like alligators, like. See these like twenty feet alligators all the time. They don't stop growing. They just die. They get killed by something, or they choke themselves, or they starve to death. But they don't stop growing. So, yeah, megalodon probably existed somewhere sometime. Same with like you know Moby Dick or these big, massive whales or whatever. And they probably existed, and they just you know got impaled by a ship or whatever. I don't know. Whales are cool too. Whales are just so cool. They're just big. I like big things too. That's why they're cool. I think because their hearts are the size of what, like a school bus? Isn't that the? Yeah, that's insane. Why did they name the sperm whale like that? I don't know, dude. That I don't have the answers to dude, all the whale questions. Beluga whales—they're so cool looking. Why are they called beluga whales? We need to investigate the names of all animals. That's and what we need them. to do. And rename them. That's exactly what we should do. All right. Future podcast episode. No, we're doing it right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Beluga whale. What is its new name? Um, 
Terry one. <laughs> no. What if the what if the animal what if the creature on the bottom of the ocean is just a big old beluga whale? Like he's just big and his head's like even more like bulbous than all the other ones. And like half of its body is kind of buried into the ground and it's just big bulbous head just protruding out of the ground yeah. waiting for sacrifices. He's just like <laughs> Um Okay, beluga whale. What should we rename the beluga whale? I don't know, cause those those are the ones that kind of have that flat head, right? The big old bulbous head, like the big old one, and they have like a little. They're white, like but very yeah, the, white. the white. It's like bulbous head, but that like their faces themselves are kind of they kind of flatten out, right? Well, like they have like a little pokey nose. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um. Pokey nose. Pokey nose. That's what they are. Pokey nose. But now we have to rename the mountains. They can't be the pokey nose anymore they're... because the pokey nose whale is more important. Right. Pokey nose whale. The mountains are renamed. The Beluga Mountains. We're switching them. Beluga Mountains. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. We're saying Bel- my parents honeymooned. They literally did in the Beluga in Mountains. In the Beluga Mountains. <laughs> Anytime they mention that, I thought the Beluga Mountains. I, don't, I think you mean the Beluga Mountains. They just renamed them, actually. The Beluga Mountains. <laughs> the Federation of Renaming Things. <laughs> we should make that a segment. Just we should just rename some stuff. Every renaming episode. everything. Dude, yes, that's such a good idea. I gotta write that. Uh, well, 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 it's in it's in recorded now, so we won't forget. <laughs> yeah, we wrote it down with our voices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pick another animal. Let's rename it. Uh, tiger. Tiger. I have faith in you. Fierce zebra. Fierce zebra. <laughs> so we're keeping zebra the same. Zebras yes, can stay. But I'm not. See, I I don't want this to be a first thing basis. So I don't want the first thing to come up we come up with to be like, you know, the name of it. Like I want us to workshop it a little bit. Okay. So I was kind of like on a train that was kind of chugging through and fierce zebra came out of nowhere. That's okay. Cause zebras are striped, tigers are striped. So like fierce zebra. Um Well, where did where did these where did the names themselves originate in the first place? Um because I don't know a Latin root inside of the word tiger to make it make sense to me. You know, they're probably for those animals, like probably in Africa, they probably have African words that are for, or tigers aren't really from Africa. They're from Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they, they, the words that we associate with them, like probably was when people from Britain went down there to conquest Africa and they're like, what's that? And they said, lion. And <laughs> that's probably what we gave, probably what the name we gave them um, or they gave them because they probably named it. So tiger is now. I'm okay with fierce zebra if you are. Okay. Well, we can we can revisit. We it. can put a pin in it. All right. Fierce zebra. All right. Give me um, one more animal. Octopus. So octopus is a very simple name, right? Octo meaning eight. Puss meaning ew. <laughs> so eight ew. The the ewy eight. <laughs> the ewy eight. Um. We should just call it eight. We should just call it eight. <laughs> Octopus is now eight. <laughs> oh, man. We need to make this a part of every podcast. Okay. Because we, we, honestly, we came up with the best name ever for a podcast, Milk and Screams. We did. So we can just rename everything. We can rename everything. I'm very proud of the Beluga Mountains Beluga and the Poconos <laughs> Whale. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. So now... We move on uh, to what I assume will be the main topic of discussion of the podcast. Possibly. And we've already been going for a while. So this may not even be the main part. This may just be our end card. Yeah, end card. Okay, I'm cool with that. Um, 
we had this discussion a while back. I think it was even before the podcast was a thing. Oh, very much so. Yeah. I think we had it probably in like September or October. Yeah. Probably. Kyle is under the assumption. Correctly. Under the assumption. N- note the words that I'm com- that are coming out of my mouth. Assumption doesn't mean you're correct. Yeah, but note the words that I'm <laughs> uh, superimposing in your sentence. Correctly. I am correctly under the insum- are, assumption. Are you done? Correctly. Now I'm done. That we as humans can't fight animals. Is that right? I believe that if you were put up against any wild animal, nine times out of ten, if not ten times out of ten, if in this instance you are given nothing and your mindset is kill animal Mm -hmm. and the animal is given nothing and its mindset is kill human, nine times out of ten, if not ten out of ten, you will lose that fight to most any wild animal what if human within reason obviously you're not gonna lose to a grasshopper what if human is given stick if human is given stick because that's kind of the assumption i'm under obviously knives guns you know machetes those kinds of things kind of render animals useless you know you can mow through most animals even some animals are able to overcome that right um but stick, I think, gives because we fought animals with sticks for hundreds of years, um, and I'll I'll, I'll even give it a blunt stick, not a sharp stick, right? Okay. Is is that an okay? Is this a stick as in like length of bow staff, or is this mm. like kind of daggerish length stick that we're assuming isn't going to break? I, we can't assume that it might break during the fight. Um, I'm going to say oak. A very sturdy oak branch that's approximately three feet in length. Not bow staff where it's like six feet where you can keep the animal at bay, but a fair, you know, wield, you know, if it bangs up against a turtle, it might break the stick. Okay. But it'll it'll definitely <clears throat> knock some blows into a wolf or something like that. Yeah. So again We'll put the stick in for now. I think that does throw a wrench in kind of my overarching theme here. Mm-hmm. But my overarching theme is barehanded man, okay, bare-pawed animal. Put them up against each other where both of their mindsets is kill opponent. The animal will win nine times out of ten. Again, okay. within reason. So I think there's a small list of animals that I can definitely open a can of whoop ass on. Real quick, give me just an animal that you think you would, in fact, stand a chance against. Duck. Okay. Obviously, most likely, you'll win against a duck. Okay. So, and I, I, I put most birds in that category. The hardest one I think to win against would be like a hunting bird, like like a carnivorous bird. Who, I was going to say, you can't put most birds in that category. I, you didn't let me finish, so. I'm disagreeing with your sentiment so far. Like, let's put the perjuring falcon against me. The fastest animal on earth, right? What kind of ram- like like uh, parameters are we giving? Like, is it able to fly up a couple hundred feet in the air and swoop down on me at two hundred miles an hour? Yeah. Okay. So, perjuring falcon is like I said. If I have stick, it it's 
And the thing is, too, I don't think the animal is going to think, okay, I have to fly this high up and then swoop down to beat this person. You know, I don't think that's what is... I don't I don't want to assume the animal is dumb, but it kind of is. Also, side note, we are not advocating for the violence of humans against animals. No. We is love it? animals. As for the first part of this podcast, <laughs> we'll clearly dictate. We love animals. But it's been a entertaining, um, like a thought... Uh, provoking conversation that we've had, which we very staunchly disagree upon. We do. Um, Perjurine Falcon might be one of the harder ones to beat. I do think 10 times out of 10 is too generous to the Falcon. No, I think Falcon, Eagle. I would definitely kill an Eagle. You're you so would lose wrong. to an Eagle every single time. You're so You wrong. would lose to an Eagle every, every single time. Without question. Without question. I don't understand why you think this. Why wouldn't I think that? <laughs> Eagles are absolutely ginormous, if, and they have these Kyle, what eight-inch talons that the second it flies at you, what you move once, it turns around and just digs its talons into any portion of your body, and you are now incapacitated. I, I, I don't – I think you're also forgetting who is now at the top of the food chain. <laughs> like, if this was the case, we would be dead thousands of years ago. No, because – Eagles and humans are not natural enemies. One is not a natural predator to the other, so we've had no reason to have a war with eagles. The only reason we would we wouldn't be at the top is if any of these animals we're considering were our 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 natural predators and we didn't have any sort of technology ever. Right. Well, there was a period where we where we didn't have modern technology. Which is why I was thinking with the stick you know, a blunt stick, not a sharp spear or anything like that, is a fair, you know, use. It, it, it's within fair use because we had thousands of years where we didn't have tools. We had to defend ourselves somehow. Otherwise, we got eaten. And in all of those years, a whole lot of people did get eaten, which is why the whole mindset of all these civilizations was not was not kill all these different animals because we want to. It was stay away from them as much as possible, kill when necessary, for warmth if you have the ability but as soon as you go on that hunt people are gonna die and that's how it always was well okay i i still think that birds are just it's ridiculous that you think i can't beat a bird up. no but I, I would lose to every single human would lose to an eagle or a falcon you're not gonna lose to a duck but you're gonna lose to an eagle or a falcon and probably a vulture vultures are scavengers they're not like i, I don't understand what you mean like like we have arms. Like, we're not just standing there like, come get me. Like, you know what I mean? It's a fight. It's, I don't know. Anyways, let's move on to mammals, okay? Okay. I believe, if, again, if you're, if you're giving me this stick, right, against one animal, not a pack, not a, you know, I think most animals that are below the size of the average man are easily defeated. No. Um. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's use an example of like a non-domesticated dog, like coyote. I think wolves are a little too big. I think wolves are bigger than you think normally, uh, and they're fast. But again, it's just one of them. It's not like you're fighting nine of them. If you're fighting nine of them against you, one, you're definitely going to lose. Um, if you have stick, like the one one thing that a wolf can do is jump at you or lunge at you. As long as you're careful and you swing fast enough, you can knock a wolf out. And one blow. No, you can't. Wolves are way tougher than, especially with this tiny stick that you're giving yourself. It's not a tiny stick. It's Either way, e 
because the whole crux of this whole thing was not having a stick. But I'm okay. going to give you the stick anyway. Sure, give me the stick. You are not knocking a wolf out with one blow. A, ever, not on the biggest swing of your life are you knocking a wolf out in one blow. That is crazy talk. And you're <laughs> overestimating your own strength over the coyote's strength. Okay, let, let's uh, let's pull me out of the equation. I, I guess B, I, lunging and uh, be careful. And look at, these things are fast as crap. The second you move, it has already turned around and started lunging again. These things are fast and can turn on the dime. They're way faster than you. They are stronger than you. In almost every muscle that they have, pound for pound, it is stronger than a human. Their teeth are, what, three inches long? And the second it nabs a hold of any single part of your body, okay. that part of your body is incapacitated. This is three inches long. Just about. There's no wolf. I'm holding a, a, a roll of tape. Okay? Uh, just for uh, people who are listening auditory-wise, which is everyone. There's no wolf on earth that has teeth that are this long call call it one inch call okay. it one and a half inch one inch they're, sure they're crazy sharp and the second it bites any part of your body it bites your arm you're not doing anything else with that arm there are people who have killed wolves with their hands kyle <laughs> i know and those are people that most of the time know what they're doing because they have gone to classes and have been trained to right. encounter wildlife that is not us you put you, you put a wolf up against one of those people, they have more of a chance. I'm going to give them like, I'll say probably four out of ten times that person will win, if not more. You and I, we lose ten out of ten times. Kyle, I've watched Bear Grylls once. Woohoo! <laughs> you know how to drink your own pee. <laughs> That's all you have now. No, I I think you're giving the wolves too much credit. No, I think you're underestimating them. Wolves are way okay. stronger than us, pound for pound. Uh, coyotes, then. Let, let's choose a much smaller version of that of that animal. Coyote. I think a coyote you definitely have a better chance against. I still think you'll probably lose <laughs> seven out of ten times. That's Maybe insane, eight. Kyle. You, I, I, you underestimate these animals. I, again, we're assuming their mindset is this is, my, this is my enemy right now. I am going to kill this thing, this thing being you. Right. You're going to die a majority of the time, if not all of the time, depending on the animal. Animals are crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> animals are absolutely insane. And given the option, given the brain capacity to say, this is my enemy to kill, you're going to die. I, I don't. I don't agree with you. Even a squirrel would beat you a majority of the time. Kyle, you Not are 10 out, of, out 10. of your mind. A squirrel would kill you a majority no. of the time. No, it wouldn't. Yes, you're, it would. You're a liar. A squirrel would beat you. No. A squirrel would, would beat me. <laughs> no. I would win more times against a squirrel than you would, but a squirrel <laughs> would win. You had to go there. No, it's not true. Not true at all. No. Squirrels, squirrels are fast. Squirrels are nimble. Squirrels have little claws and little teeth. Thank you for proving my point. They're... They are not nearly as fast or as quick or as nimble as a, as a, as a full-grown human adult man. You are so much slower than a squirrel. Are you kidding me? Squirrels are so much, so incredibly <laughs> faster than you. Dude. Have you ever seen a squirrel move? Have you I, seen a squirrel before? I, yes. Have you seen them turn around and run on trees? They're right outside our house. I'm they not, are so much faster than you. They are not less nimble than a full-grown man. You just You just grab a squirrel and then you just like kill it like it's not hard they're so much faster than you you're not even going to be able to get to grab it 
people, this, like, dude, we used to chase squirrels and grab squirrels when we were kids. Like that's that's what we used to do. Like again, this squirrel wasn't trying to kill you. They were trying to get away from you. Well, don't you think? Okay, so if you know a squirrel, which is so much smaller than we are, right? They see me charging at it. Do you think they would try to run away? Like if I was up against a bear, I wouldn't charge at the bear. I would try and think, okay, how am I going to corner it? Or how am I going to get away from it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. In this instance, we're saying squirrel brain, kill you. Not run away if you attack. Squirrel brain, kill you. I don't care what you do. Kill. Kill, 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 kill. <laughs> There's no part of this person's, this squirrel's brain that is saying, oh, he charged and now I'm scared and must run away. Every part of the brain is saying kill, kill, kill. Every part of your brain is saying kill, kill, kill. That's the scenario we're putting here. We're not putting real squirrel brain scenario. We're putting it wants to kill you and you want to kill it, and that is it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with you. You're losing to a squirrel. I promise. <laughs> we I can we can test it if you want. Yeah, let's test it. Let's do. Let's do it. I, I don't know. No, because because that sets a ramification. Again, we're not actually wanting to hurt animals. Kyle's just a little irritated. I just want to hurt Jacob. <laughs> the squirrel is going to be completely fine. I don't want to hurt animals. I will do all of these fights in proof that I don't want to hurt animals because the animals are going to win every single time. I will gladly make these fights happen. <laughs> why are you being so mean to me? Why do, why do you want humans to fail? Because humans suck. <laughs> humans are the worst animal on the planet. Clearly they're not, Kyle. They are the, all we talk about is how much we hate people. Well, and now right. in this instance, we're going to talk about how much we love people. No, but we're not, obviously not the worst animals on the earth. Look at our brains. Our brains are the, the, the sole reason why we're even able to be here right now and speak language. Squirrels can't speak language. To each other, they can. We have this go... They ha we should do a compilation of all the sounds <laughs> I made in this podcast. <laughs> all the animal sounds. Side note. Courtney just dyed her hair. Did she actually? I love it. Dude. I love it. What the frick? Courtney's the best, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, just come back in. We're back. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, the little audio cut out there. My computer was about to die. And uh, that's how we're recording this. That's how we're recording this. So, in conclusion... What was I saying? Oh, we're the worst, and animals will beat us. No. I, I think our brains are big enough. I, I, I think that's part of our advantage that you're not accounting for. Our brains are big. Sure, our brains are big. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I, I, I legitimately think that that's what gives us the advantage over animals. Most animals. I mean, or some animals. Like, you said a squirrel. Like, dude, there's no way. A squirrel beats you. Not every time, but a squirrel will beat you a majority of the time. Okay, so let's look at how how will the squirrel kill me, right? So, kill me. We're talking about killing here, right? Uh -huh. So, how would it get access to my either brain to knock my brain out, right? To like you know to puncture my skull. It's not going to puncture my skull. Nope, that's not happening. Okay, my heart. How will it stop my heart? Will it you know dig into my chest long enough to get to my heart and rip it out? Very unlikely. As long as it just incapacitates you and then you how, bleed out. Okay. How will it incapacitate A me? squirrel will get – let's say you start on – Let imagine a boxing ring. Yeah. Okay? You're I'm, in one I'm corner. Squirrel is in the other corner. I have stick. Bell dings. Ding. Within, I would say, four seconds. You're so not, – You're not going to lose in four seconds. Okay. Within four seconds, the squirrel – you both will have charged at each other. 
within that four seconds, because squirrels are freaking fast, it will have already run up to you and climbed up your body and be at your eyes and just have been clawing at them. So if it's in my face already, my hands are already up here ripping it off my face. It's not – I understand, your, you know, it's your your scenario where it's like the squirrel doesn't have instinct like, oh, look, a nut. Like it's it's one intention is to kill me, and that's it's one intention. I understand that. But I'm not just standing there. I'm fighting for my that. life. I'm fighting for my own life. So in my eyes, right, rip squirrel off face, throw it, stomp on it. Like, get it off my face. Because squirrels have attacked people before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, they're not dead. <laughs> they're not. Someone was there to help them or, you know, they ripped it off their face or whatever. And these squirrels were not of volition of attack, attack. It was defend my home. It was not kill, kill, kill. It was get rid of nuisance. In this instance, it's kill, kill, kill. That's what you're not accounting for. As you're pulling these real-world examples where all, that person lived, that's because the animal wasn't trying to kill. It was get away from me, please. Stop. Get get rid of nuisance and make them upset. In this instance, it is, hey, I'm going to make that thing's heart not do the thing it's supposed to do. So, what, I'm incapacitated and then I bleed out? Is that your... That's literally, like, as soon as it rips out your eyes, then what do you do? Because I promise, you get, you, you, you get the squirrel off of you, and then it bites your hand, and, oh, jolt of, oh, my hand hurts now. And you, you let go of the squirrel, and it goes back forward again. And now you can't grip with this hand because it just bit into your tendons in your hand. You lose to a squirrel. What about beaver? I don't really know much about beavers. I'm going to assume that we could probably take a beaver a majority of the time. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say beavers are beatable. I'll we're, give us beavers. We're definitely not beating, uh, what's it called? Um, Terry? <laughs> not Terry. Um, what was I thinking? Uh, uh, what is it called? It's like this... It's a badger, honey badger. We're not, we're uh, not, we're not being no, a honey badger. Not being a honey badger. No way. Absolutely not. Honey badger don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think would be a fair fight? I let me. What what I think would be the fairest fight? Okay, let's pr- first of all throw every single primate out of the equation because primates will beat us a lot of the time. They will beat us. Um, if you're talking about big teeth, that's a chimpanzee's tooth right there. We, so primates would beat us ten out of ten times. I think so too. I think that's a fair assessment um, um, because of just like the raw strength that we don't possess. What would be a fair fight? And we're kind of, I guess we've kind of, we've kind of honed in on the land animals because we don't really have the ability to fight in water. No. So they water, don't have the ability to fight in land. So no. Yeah. So this is really just a, a land animal type of thing. What would be a fair fight? I think, I think certain types of snakes could be a fair fight. They have no arms. I think it'd be a fair fight. You just kick it and then you stomp on it. I think we would beat most snakes the majority of the time, but some of the some of the very large ones I think could be a fair fight. Well, like cuz I mean okay. we we don't really have a way for for the for the um, like larger ones. Let's mm-hmm. say you're up against like a python. Fi- like let's let, let's say like a 15-foot python, right? right? Their skin and their muscles are very tough. Yeah. And for something that big, we don't really possess the strength to strangle it. It'll we strangle us before we get And it. we don't really possess the strength to rip its head off, which is how you need to kill a snake. And we don't really have the the like the strength to get it in half at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we would just kind of have to somehow get into submission, and I guess, suffocate the thing. And while we're trying to get into submission, it has the rest of its body to try and manipulate the rest of us. I think we would lose to a python. I think most smaller snakes. I think we have a be- that aren't venomous. We have a better chance against. I think we would lose to a python a majority of the time, but I think it would be a good and fair fight. I think python. only because it doesn't have arms. But a python, it, it it has so much more body than us. It's when you stand it up, you know, tail to head, it's fifteen feet versus six right. feet. So it, it has that much more. Like I've seen people try and fight fight pythons, and they will most definitely lose. Yeah, it'll, it'll suffocate us. So I guess the smaller end of python might be a fair fight, but like a six like, foot python, maybe like, that would be a fair fight. Or like you know, uh, any garden snake or like smaller snakes. Like I think we'd have a better chance against. Yeah. I would I would say probably the fairest of fights that I can think of right now would be like a six foot python, or maybe five feet. Um, that would be a pretty fair fight, I think. I don't know if we stand a chance against most mammals. Let me think of one. Most most mammals are gonna kick our butts. Mm. Even house cats, if they were just just solely just solely bent on just killing you we would win some of the time but the cat would win some of the time too that's it i don't i don't even house cats i don't think we stand a chance against what about like a like an otter well otters are predators I'm much smaller too. If I was in a fight with an otter, though, I don't know if I could bring myself to try and kill it. They're just so cute. Uh, the one thing on your mind is killing <laughs> the Um, I think maybe we stand a chance getting against. I most likely we would be we would have the upper hand most of the time against an otter because they're not they're not that fast on land. No. They're great swimmers, but right. they're not that fast on land. And they have little teeth, but like they can't like you know jump very hard or right. like anything like that. Um, ooh, like a lemur. A lemur would be interesting. It's a, it's kind of like a uh, it's a glorified squirrel. Or like a like a lemur is kind of like a um. Isn't that a isn't a primate lemur? I don't think so. I don't know much about lemur. I uh, maybe they are. They kind they're kind of monkeyish. They eat fruit, so like they would. What do you think? What do you think the size of monkey is that we could beat? That we could beat, like okay, obviously I'm cutting out like chimpanzees, bonobos, gorillas. Right. You know those things are just too big, and they could easily overtake us with the strength of their bodies. Baboons would destroy us. Right. Oh yeah, dude, those things are scary looking. Baboons would absolutely destroy their us. Butts are just so crazy. <laughs> um, probably like a, like a child monkey or like a teenage monkey probably yeah. not even teenage though. teenage monkeys though are typically pretty developed and know what they're doing yeah so it'd have to be like a child monkey like a little baby monkey you just kick it i don't want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> um i just think most wild animals would just destroy us i'm trying to think of a, another mammal. so so far i think that this five foot python would be the fairest fight because in both cases, we're going to kind of be looking to suffocate the other. Because mm-hmm. they can certainly bite us with their fangs. But a lot of times with snake bites, it doesn't draw that much blood. 
it's just it just stings a whole lot. Sometimes they do, depending on yeah. the size of the fangs, mm-hmm. and de- depending on where they bite you, it could be fatal. But like they definitely have the chance to get to your neck. Um, but I think the snake is probably one of the easiest animals to, to stop to get the first hit on. To get the first hit on and to stop its teeth from getting to a vital spot, mm-hmm. because they could sure move fast, but it has to like slither up your body and you have the whole rest of its body to grab and pull away from. Yep. Whereas a squirrel is so small, you know, it gets up there immediately. I'm going to say a five foot Python is the best 50, 50 fight against human average human. What about, what about I'm waiting. Come on. I'm trying to think of something. And I want, I want it to end on like a good note for the humans. No matter what you say, it's not going to end on a good note for the humans because we're going to lose. Humans, if you're listening, you're gonna don't pick a fight with a wild animal, (laughs) any of them. And watch a seal video. Watch a seal video if you're sad. Um, GameStop to the moon. And squirrels, if you're listening, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Coming for you. So I know you have a secret society. I'm here to topple it. (laughs) Um. Join us as we go to the depths of the ocean whenever we take our trip so we can go meet Terry and, and Pokinos. And <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go say hello to all the Pokinos and uh take a trip to the Beluga Mountains. The Beluga Mountains. I'm very I'm very happy with the Beluga Mountains. That's I, actually a really good name. I, I want I want a picture of the Poconos and I wanna like make my own greeting card that says greetings from the Beluga Mountains <laughs> and send it to all my family so they just are generally confused of what i'm talking about um so we need to come up with a segment name for every podcast where we just rename something and honestly maybe whenever we get like more like people watching the podcast they can suggest things that we can rename uh yeah that'd be a good idea and i think the segment we need to give it a new name every episode and we, we have to rename it every episode kyle this is why me and you work well together this, this so this episode it's called Terry. <laughs> that's welcome, all I'm gonna. That's welcome, all I'm gonna name this episode. Welcome to Terry, and then next episode we're gonna have um, we're gonna have a few more things to rename, and we'll call it a different segment. We'll call, we'll call it something else. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so if you it, this is episode ten, so you have to be here for that episode to understand what the segment is. Yeah, we're gonna have to improvise the name on the spot. Cool. I'm down for that. That's actually a lot of fun. All right. Um, thank you guys for joining us for ten episodes. It's been a lot of fun. Um, we love you. Watch a seal video, and we'll see. You Watch guys. a seal video. Seriously, I want to stress <laughs> that a little bit more before we TikTok say TikTok is great. Is great for it. They have like a couple of aquariums that have like these wonderful seals. Jake, like you said, Jake has been on this kind of seal craze, and I'm here for it. It's great. They're great videos. Go, go watch a seal video. I'm gonna say it again. Great. Um, love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Mwah.